everybody. Welcome back to episode. Is this like 18 now? It's somewhere up there. It's somewhere it's, up there. It's higher 19. than 15. 19. Episode 19. We said we would do something for episode 20. We Did we say that? I think so. I, I, I thought think we, we said we might. Said okay. Yeah, we're going to. Okay. Welcome back to episode 19 of Modern Running. We are here. Jordan and I, as always, are here yep. with our uh, good teammate, Vince Frazzi. Vince, you want to say hi? Hello. Um, and we are going to be kind of talking to him. Uh, he's kind of the next step in the teammate series that we've got going on for you guys. Um, and then I'm hoping within the next coming weeks, we'll get some, uh, some more people on here. So, so we got some, some good, good people coming on. I'm pretty excited for like the future of it. I think we have really good teammates. We do. We do have very special teammates. I think that was, that's something that's very near and dear to me is how, how close all of us are. Like I could pick anybody out of a lineup and I think they'd be great in that chair. Yeah. Um, so, uh, before we get into it, um, just a couple of updates. We missed last week, and we just want to apologize. Uh, midterms were going on, and so it was just a little stressful of a time. Ethan had some exams, which he absolutely crushed, so big shout-out nice. to him. Oh, yeah. um, and then I was actually buying a car, so that was a little stressful of a time as well. And then I don't know what you had, Jordan, going on. but I just always have a lot of work. I'm going to say you were busy. <laughs> yeah, being a, being a computer science major is probably not as easy as a business major so so jordan was busy so we were all just kind of busy and the week was just kind of a little difficult um so we just figured it'd be easy to take off a week and then uh we will get right back on it so here we are this week um today's the 18th it's my birthday so it's gonna be it's gonna be a good day i think yeah you're getting old you're getting old quick I'm only 20. You feel old? What yeah, you no, you're old. getting old. <laughs> no, that's that's like how old you are. What do you mean? Yeah, it is. I'm older than you. I know, and I'm a junior. <laughs> it's such BS. Um, But anyways, without further ado, Vince, do you want to uh, give a little bit of background about yourself? Sure, I'll just start with this, you know, the simple background. Um, So I'm currently a sophomore at Lemon Valley College, and I'm a biology major who is going for an education certificate. So hopefully one day I can be a biology teacher. Or just in the general sciences. Um, I'm a recent graduate from Ole Valley High School of 2019. And I can say that I peaked in high school. I like to bring that <laughs> out. But um, <laughs> so I know, but we're here to talk about running. So I guess I'll talk a little bit about my running career. So I didn't move to Pennsylvania, which is where I currently live now, until like my freshman year of high school. And then I played basketball and baseball. Wasn't very good at all. Like very bad. So I tried out for my freshman year team and I moved to a new high school and I quit before I knew I was going to get cut. So I was like, I need to do something with my life besides watch TV with my mom. So <laughs> I decided, I was like, well, might as well go for the track and field team my freshman year. So I did. And um, I had a teammate, Tyler Sarge, who recently just graduated from DeSales. And um, he was kind of, he came up to me. He's like, you know what? You're actually not, not bad. You know, 800 mile guy. But I think you can do like you know cross country in the sp- in the fall. I'm like, I don't know about that. I think running sucks and I hate it. <laughs> but guess what? I did it anyways. And I had some of the best coaches ever in my life during my high school. Um, Mr. Schaefer and Mr. Boyer, who are also teachers, um, they're probably the best coaches anyone could ever ask for for a high school coach for coaches. And my so- my junior my sorry sophomore year it was the first year I ran cross country. And I was very happy to run 23 flat and call it, that's a success. And over time in track, I was much better in track. I got better, progressively better. And then my junior year of cross country was kind of like a turning point for me in my running career. 
So my coach was very impressed with my previous sophomore track um, um, season. season. Yeah, season. And he was like, maybe you can try to push up the pace a little bit. I think you can do some really good things in cross country. So I'm like, okay. Uh, my junior year was the first time I broke 20. I thought that was a huge milestone Ooh. for me. But also that's the same year where I developed sports-induced asthma. So that was a big downfall. So overcoming that the next couple of years kind of like put me back. But what really kept me motivated with running was the track and field my junior, senior year season. I was cracking really, really great miles in 800s. Mm-hmm. And currently a couple, two miles here and there. And I made it to a place in our league meet, a medal of districts and states over those couple of years. So that was pretty exciting, even though it was a double A. So that's really good. But yeah, it was, it was pretty exciting. And when I was talking to Coach O'Brien, the coach at LVC, I did want to do track and field. And I was still on the fence of either doing marching band or cross country. And I had, um, when I was at State my senior year, he came to watch a meet for me to watch me and a couple other athletes that are going to LVC. And he was like, Well, currently you're on the roster. So are you sure you don't want to do cross country? So I'm like, Hmm, I don't know, coach. But when I looked into his eyes, I couldn't say no. So I was like, <laughs> Oh, what do I have to lose? So my freshman year season of um, cross country here at LVC, it was, it was a bit of a struggle trying to get adapted to doing actual mileage and trying to adapt to like running 8Ks instead of 5Ks. Right. It took some time. Lost a shoe at a couple of meets. Did you really? I didn't at know that. At the sales. Ah, <laughs> oh, yes. I do remember Good that. Good time. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I got made funny. fun of that. But Max, I had a really, really great PR. I PK'd, uh, PR'd my 5K ever also last year at uh, mm-hmm. Penn State Harrisburg by like almost a minute and a half. Mm-hmm. Nice. So it's a huge success. And currently this year, um, I'm even though COVID and all that stuff is slowly progressing to like more of a distance athlete which is kind of exciting for me but if it wasn't for my coaches in high school and my teammates now like i don't know where i'd be with my running career so i just like to that's thank awesome. them yeah so, that's really special that's a quick summary high school coaches that are good are are rare they i feel are. like a lot of high school coaches they put effort into it you know mm-hmm. like they they do try their best yeah they just don't know like 100 percent what they're doing exactly they're not as skilled as per se a college coach yeah um which is exactly i love my two high school coaches to death um but like they don't have as many resources they don't have as much time mm-hmm. as and a it's not coach. like their main priority right it's not like their main teach. job they Most have of the other time jobs teachers right mm-hmm. so that's really cool that you you had coaches that were really dedicated to you and saw your success and and wanted to bring that out of you that's that's super special um so you said which I know this about you, but I just want to point it out to others listening that your junior year, you kind of started to develop sports-induced asthma, right? Um, which is a struggle for you and I'm sure millions of other people that uh, go through it, especially for like any sport, but really running where you're constantly breathing and trying to get in a rhythm, that really throws that off. So how do you kind of manage that and go about that? in a day when you know you know kind of the basics of it but you don't you obviously don't know when it's gonna hit when it's gonna strike some days are worse than others so just kind of like talk about like what's your normal normal like routine with that and how do you how do you kind of deal with all that well compared to like gen- my junior year of high school like then my cross season to now my asthma has definitely improved over the years which is a good thing um i've taken several different like medications to like open up my throat i take and i still use inhalers once in a while especially mm-hmm. during hard, intense workouts. But I can tell you, my junior year, when that happened during cross country, I, it was struggle. It was really hard to get through the winter 
and to like kind of move through that into like my track um my track career right so i was kind of nervous like well this could be the end but the thing is like you can't let that stop you like as much as it sucked at first if you just keep pushing through it eventually you're going to overcome those boundaries over overcome that wall Mm -hmm. so you just have to like keep moving it's kind of coming from like an injury like you tear your acl you're out for what nine months or something like that those people who you know get that injury and recover they don't give up once they get already they start going back slowly and try Mm -hmm. to build it back to where they were if not try to even surpass that Mm -hmm. right so it's kind of like you use as a motivator because you know like it's like in you and like you know you don't know what's going to happen but you use that as like a motivator it's like okay uh we have eight reps of uh 1k repeat to do Mm -hmm. and it's like you're up to four, you have four, you did four, you have four more to go. You're like, okay, I feel like my asthma's come along, but see how much, how much I can keep going before mm-hmm. I can completely tap out. Yep. So it's more of like, keep using it as a motivator and tell it that you're stronger. Mm-hmm. So using that is just a really good, like, mental capacity, mm-hmm. especially with something like that. Yeah, which is super special. That's unbelievably rare that you find somebody of the age that you were at when you go through that who has that kind of outlook on things, mm-hmm. like being a junior and getting hit with that and then, finding a positive in it, spinning it into a positive and really like just blowing up with it and becoming the runner that you are now is unbelievably special. Like that's crazy. Um, so have you had to use your inhaler at all this season yet? I had to a couple times, a lot of the more intense workouts, like when we did the, the hell repeats okay, last week, yeah. I couldn't get through all six cause I was okay. physically unable. And yesterday I had to at the end, but I was still able to like push through our 400 progressions. But you, you said it's, like, getting better than what Oh, it's it a lot better than it was. Like, my senior year cross-country is the first time, like, okay, let's go all in and try to keep pushing. Right. I could never make it to some of the meets and workouts because it was just so bad. But, wow. again, it just takes, like, time to, like, develop that lung capacity, too. Yeah. And coming from, like, somebody who is not very athletic and never really ran until he was, what, 15, 16, mm-hmm. and not starting earlier, I think right. just having, like, that, you know, shifting of, like, athleticism and like endurance is kind of like the trying to catch was trying to catch up with me right for somebody right. who is overweight and very unathletic so right, right i think it was just kind of like all right let's just catch up to the fitness that this my body wants to like accomplish mm-hmm. to where i was which is cool that's really impressive that's yeah. that's not something that you hear every day from a high not school kid so that's really cool that's really cool so how'd you hear about lvc and how'd you uh how'd you decide to come here well, I had a, my friend, Alicia Ulrich, sister, is dating one of my friends, uh, Damon Swizek, who is a senior business and psychology major here at LVC. Mm-hmm. And I remember his senior year of high school, he was telling me that he was going to LVC. And he was like, no, you should really, you might actually like it. It'd be a good fit for you. Small school, small campus, great atmosphere. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, I'll check it out. So I came here to visit a few times. I was kind of on the fence about it because originally I was going to be a music ed major. So I kind of wanted to go somewhere where I could pursue a good music career. And since LVC had a good music department, I was like, I might well might as well take a look. Mm-hmm. So like I looked I looked here, I looked at Kutztown, Penn State, uh, where else? Other places. And <laughs> I don't know. I think LVC really struck something for me because at the end it came between LVC and Penn State main campus. But uh, <laughs> those are very different. Yes, yeah. They are. I mean, yeah. So coming to like that, like okay. What do you want to do? Do you want to be more of a music guy or more of like something else? And my senior year of high school, some really bad stuff happened and it kind of like turned me away from that music path, but I still want to teach. So like, what's the next best thing? Just go into sciences because 
I'm more of a science math guy. Mm-hmm. So I had to use something more of where my my strength lied. So I did that, and LVC had great science department. So I'm like, okay, that might be another determining factor. Mm-hmm. But I was still on the fence of like, do I actually want to run? Right. And it wasn't until like the last, I don't know, month of finally submitting your um, acceptance letter that I got emails from three different schools, like overall, but only one school actually called and wanted to have a phone interview, and that was Coach O'Brien from LVC. And that kind of like made me more wholesome and more connected. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's like, if you want to get connected to somebody, if you have any questions, please reach out. And I did, and he answered them very well. Mm-hmm. And I think just having that really kind of it's like, okay, I think this is the best school for me to go to. That's having awesome. a coach that like shows interest in you when you're being recruited is night and day difference compared mm-hmm. to a coach who's like, yeah, I mean, I guess you can come here. Yeah, Coach O'Brien will, and it's not just any like. It's not specific people. He'll do it for everybody. It doesn't matter how fast or slow you are. He will, like, absolutely always answer any questions you have, call you, talk to you, make sure you're doing okay, um, ask if you want to meet people. Like, he is always super helpful and super open to everything. I remember when I was being recruited, he was like, let's set up a time that works for you and let's talk. Mm -hmm. Whereas other coaches who are interested in me would just call me. Right. And I was like, I'm in the middle of eating dinner. Like, why wouldn't you just text me first? Yeah. And they called me a lot. Coach was like, I'll call you once. I'll get all my info out. And then we're good. If you want to call, reach out. But I won't bug you anymore. Mm-hmm. So here's all the info. You let me know now yep. if you need anything from me. Whereas other people were just call, 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 call. I'm like, dude, I just talked to you last week. Like, yeah. I appreciate it. It's really flattering. But... Last week you called during dinner, so I called you back an hour later. You called at the same time next week, mm-hmm. interrupted my dinner again. Like, come on, you. It feels like more of a business text. negotiation, right? Then. And that's yes, yes. I felt like I was, I was being Coach O'Brien made me feel like it was my decision. Genuinely, mm-hmm. this guy was like, no, like you need to come here because like he has a quota or something. Obviously, that's not how that works. But like, mm-hmm. I didn't. It wasn't as personable. Right. Coach O'Brien does a very good job of that. Right. Which is one of my favorite, favorite, favorite things about him. So, so that's cool. Uh, so you said you originally were looking at, at music stuff, but now it's expanded to more, it's still teacher, but instead of like music ed, you want to do more bio general sciences ed. Correct. Um, and so kind of what was the, did you come in as a music ed major? So I originally in May when I submitted my acceptance letter, it's like, okay, I'm coming here. I was still music ed. Okay. And it wasn't until like June, July where I was like, okay, maybe I should actually switch. Because I came here for the audition and got in. Right. So I was already set as a music ed major. Got it. So You have to audition for that? Yeah. Yeah. If you want like, if you go into anything with music in school, you have to like audition. So yeah. That's pretty cool. What did you audition with? My euphonium. I played baritone. I don't know what that is. It's like but it's the sa- big it one that cool. they carry. And like in Marching Man, it's a euphonium, right? Yes. And it's the big one that's on your shoulder, but it looks like you have an RPG that's coming up. <laughs> like it's massive. But then the baritone is when they're sitting down and it's got four keys, right? Right? And yeah, it's like a fat trumpet in Marching Band. Baritone is yeah, like a fat trumpet. It's like a fat trumpet. Oh, no, I'm thinking of a tuba. Yeah, I was gonna that's say. what I'm thinking of. <laughs> Basically, a, it's, like a, it's a, a small tuba, but it's like if you think of like the brass section, like trumpet, trombone, um, euphonium, tuba. tuba. You think the tuba is the bass, the trumpets are the right. violins, trombones are the violas. Your bar- your baritones or euphoniums are like your cellos. So that's kind of like the sound it kind of gives. It's like okay. a nice, pretty, 
not too deep sound. Right. Okay. It's like a warm, happy medium. Yes. Cool. I like trumpets. I never knew you played that. Of course you like trumpets. I was a trumpet player. Were you really? From fourth grade to twelfth grade? Wow. No, 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 no. Tenth grade. I played for six years. Wow. Yep. And then Do I you still have any of that skill? Um, yes, not as much. I used to be actually really good. My freshman year of high school, I was really good. And then I got braces and I was really bad. Because of um, braces? Yeah. Dude, braces make it so hard to play. Really? My whole mouth was just cut. <laughs> I bled every Ooh. single day after after band class. Yikes. Yep. I never knew that. I enjoyed it. I really loved it. Throughout middle school, it was my favorite thing to like do. Um but high school High school I just I got braces. I didn't really love it. The music got harder. I liked like the kind of basic music. That was fun. Um <laughs> but yeah, middle school was really fun. I was really good at it. I could play middle school music. <laughs> Any day, I could pick that up and play me no school music. High school music, it would take me a while, but I could get it. I want to get you in contact with the trumpet so I can hear this. I sold my, or I didn't sell it, but I gave it to my cousin. But I've been thinking about buying another one. I just got to find one cheap because I, I do miss playing it. It's very fun. It's relaxing mm-hmm. to, to put a piece of music down, read it, which I think is a super cool skill that not a lot of that people That is a super school, cool skill because I look at that stuff, I have no idea what it means. Right. I, My great aunt, who's like... I don't know, 80-something, 70-something. She's, every single time she sees me, you still know how to read music? Yeah. So if I show you this, you know what this is? Yeah. That's really cool, Super actually. jealous of it. Um, I do want to learn how to play the piano. That's one of my life goals before I die. I want to learn how to play the piano. But, um, but yeah, dude, like, reading music is something that's so cool because you just, you never forget it. Like, you, you right. will always know how to do it. Hmm. Um, so... I do want to find me a trumpet and start playing again because it is very relaxing. I to bet. just see this thing and make music out of it. Why can't we start a band? Like you, me, Darren, and Tanner can have his guitar. We can have like a cool little We can have a little band jazz band. On. We kind can have of. a little jazz band. We what is Darren? Does Darren do trumpet? He does yeah. trumpet. Okay. Do you do does euphonium? Is that a jazz I can play thing? trombone. It's not very well. Ooh. If it's a valve trombone, it'd be easier. Like yes. that? Yes. <laughs> You don't even need the instrument over here. Yes. <laughs> Dude, let's just do mouth band. That's all I know how to do, though. Have you heard that video? Yes. I have. Yeah. I'm a child. <laughs> I just woke up from a nap. I'm all over the place. You took a nap? I did. I went to this Katie's guy. room and took a nap from 11.45 to 12.15. Nice. Right. Awesome. You probably need it after waking up at, uh, I don't know what time you woke up, but I woke up at 6.30. For seven. Yes, I also practice. woke up at six thirty, yeah. and then I defrosted my car. Yeah, as Vince was pulling out, I was like, "Oh God, I gotta go." Did you have any frost on your hair this morning, either of you? Frost? I was running behind Nick Stokes, and like it was that cold that he was sweating, and then his uh, hair would freeze. Freezing. Max hat. I, had I didn't it. sweat at all. Really? I don't sweat. Okay, we really We went to a cool place this morning. To get back on the topic of running. Um, <laughs> We went to a cool place this morning. We did. did. You enjoy that? I love that place. That I is... go there all the time in the Swatera, summer. It was, we've been to Swatera before, but it was a new parking lot, which I thought was really cool. I did. Yeah. I mean, it essentially. I, actually, I liked the like weavy downhill yeah. to get mm-hmm. down to the yeah. thing. Yeah. It, it Essentially, it put us right where that old parking lot used to be, where we used to park. You know what I mean? Last year. We parked there last year at the, at bridge. the other side of the Appalachian Trail Bridge. Yeah. Um, we used to park there all the time last year. So it essentially put us, what, a mile yeah. away from there? Yeah. Um, 
So it A adds a mile and B is still the same trail. You just park mm-hmm. at a different place. I thought it was sick. I thought it actually adds a mile to your long run, which is right. nice for how many people on the team go that far. Yeah. Vince and I did. Um, we did the 12 mile loop. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, oh, like I got to add a little bit. I was like, dude, just come out another mile. <laughs> so we went, it was like 12.74. We went out to 13. And then came back 14.74. No. Like 14 and a half. It was like. We're back to. Yes. Yeah, so it was like 14 and a half. But then I grabbed the cone, that orange cone that was down at the base. Yep. I grabbed that and brought it up. And coach goes, two of the girls aren't back yet. And Tanner's not back yet. So I was like, all yep. right, going back down. <laughs> Started my watch and ran back down, set it down, saw the girls. And then I waited for Tanner. And then I got Tanner and brought it back up and ran up with him. So I was like, I was at 15 on the day, but that was That's funny. nuts. I was. I was tired. We had a group get lost. You did? What? You did? I, I didn't, but the team had a group get lost. It was, was it the girls' uh, team or the guys' team? Both. <laughs> what do you mean? It was both. It was Coach Tilly, both Julia's, Jacob, Darren, Tanner. I think it was that group How did of they get six, lost? And Anna, group of eight. They didn't turn where the cone was. Because we were coming from that road. Oh, so they like, kept we going came down this way and did this across the bridge. Right. They were coming from this way, found a different trail, decided to take that one to try and get back. Ended up going like out to the highway and had the loop around. Oh, Ooh. did they take the the road? So like when you're coming down where Jeff and were you there when I Jeff didn't and Kyle see were them. standing there? No, uh, they weren't there when I was there. But I'm assuming that's where it was. They're standing at like a, a large road that yeah. Mac mistaked as well. That, yeah. Because they said it was a lot wider than the way yeah, we came Yeah, it was like down. dummy. Like, you could have drove a car on it. Yeah, that, that probably, was it. It's probably the exit. Which I'm pretty sure it, like, loops back to the parking lot if there's, like, an off trail. Probably. I think Coach was talking about that. But they did not take that trail. That's funny. That, it was a cool place. That abandoned road is really fun to run on. Uh, it, just... It's cool because it's, like, abandoned. But other than that, it's just hard. Why? Compared to the trail, the trails oh, are hard. so much nicer. I thought you meant hard, like difficult, but you oh, meant no. hard, like yeah, like hard. Yeah, like the p- pounding on it is hard. Yeah, I yeah. get that. It is compared very... to like the rest of the trail, which is just gravel and leaves. Yeah, dude, it was so fun to run all the way down to the other parking lot that we used to park at, mm-hmm. turn around and come all the way back. Did you turn around or did you do a loop? We did the loop, so we went to the other side of the river and then came okay. down. Okay. Okay. So you had it flat on the way back instead yep. of doing hills the whole way? Nope. I t- Andy turned around. I was like, God bless you. Did he? He turned around at like five and a half. Oh. He should have like crossed the bridge and then went on flat. Nope. He turned around. I was Yikes. like, oof. Yikes. Doing that way out, that's where we did our, our progression run that one day, you remember? Yep. Um, Those hills were rough. We did the whole thing of the hills too. Dude, I don't know what I ate, but I am so gassy. I don't, I don't really think you need to say that, but... No, I just <laughs> wanted to explain what my facial features were. Okay. And I mean, I, I, I knew so what much. it was before you said it, because I could see you move, but that's interesting. Dude, all right. So anyways, getting back to Vince, he's our <laughs> guest of honor here. Yeah, Vinny, he's chilling. Um, do you want to ask him your, like, famous question? That my you famous question? Are you going to call it famous now? I mean, yeah. I mean, we're kind of famous. I mean... like Not even close, but... I think you're famous. What, what constitutes famous? Like five people knowing you? <laughs> I mean, we're on Spotify. That's pretty famous oh, to me. We are on Spotify. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll ask you my famous question. So you, 
you're actually more of a track guy, aren't you? Track uh, by a lot. Country. By a lot. Okay. <laughs> so you might no, have... he loves cross country. He does. Yeah, whatever. He you just say. he's starting to. I feel like he's starting to like it. If we were running this year, he would love it. Yeah, he would. Especially with his higher mileage. Did mm-hmm. that 14 mile run today? Yeah, only because it didn't want Griffin to cry about it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he was he at like 6:30 pace. We were yeah, we were, were cooking. That's really <laughs> fast for a long run. Anyway, for a cross country race, it, I'm going to say 8K because you had 8Ks in your season before. What would be perfect, ideal conditions? Weather, ground, temperature, everything. Hills, no hills. Dew point. Everything. Ooh. If you if you know what dew point affects, then yeah. dew point. Oh. Wow. Wow. We have another smart guy. I don't know major. what it means. I still haven't researched it. <laughs> I looked it up once and I kind of forget. Okay. Okay. It, it, to me, it was kind of the same thing as humidity. Oh. But it, for your it, feet? That's basically. It's yeah. Just big, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Anyways, go ahead, Vince. All right. So for me, I like it surprisingly when it's wet and rainy. Yes. Because <laughs> I feel like some of my best races in high school were probably Wrong. ones where everyone else was like, Oh, my land to this course is going to suck. So I remember I run a, my county meet every year. I, I'm from Brooks County, Pennsylvania. And our county meet is at uh, Kutztown University. And I remember every year we have the course. It's always wet and rainy. Mm-hmm. And there's always like splash zones, we call them, which is like huge mud puddles in this swampy area. Oh, and everyone's yeah. just like, I don't know how I'm going to run through this. So my my favorite thing to do is just like, keep sprinting through and just getting everyone else all muddy. Yes. And it just makes it more like, entertaining, more like, okay, this is fun. It makes it so much more fun. Yeah. And yeah. I think the rain, too, like helps cool me down, too. Yes. Even though I'm not more of like, like when the humidity is kind of high, that, that kind of affects my asthma a little bit. Right. But if it's a good moderate temperature, mm-hmm. so like a typical like mid-summer, early fall kind of temperature. Okay. So maybe 70s, 60s, and it's still rainy, 70s, so it's, it's still warm out. Yeah. It's just like, that's just a perfect condition. It's like, okay, I feel cool. The rain's making it fun. Everyone else is trampling, slipping. I'm like, this yep. is fun. Yep. I love it. I like that. I like that answer. So with your asthma, are colder temperatures a lot worse for you? Ooh, I really think it varies. Like the higher the humidity, it's pretty bad. Like when we run in like the mornings, like last week we did Fisher Hill Route and how it was just so damped. Yes. And the humidity was pretty high. Yeah. That Those kind of days really affect me. Okay. But also like when it's really hot too and humid, okay. that really, really stops So it's me. more about humidity yeah. than temperature yeah sometimes the cold will get me depending like how dry it is mm-hmm. but it's easier for my, my inhaler i think just works faster in the cold or just easier to adapt once we get into more colder temperatures right so hopefully as you know it gets colder it would be more efficient and probably better gotcha but it's like i like wearing lots of layers mm-hmm. so like i'm still like warm enough i'm still sweating so i'm still like my throat's still warm enough gotcha to... yeah what if you like wear a uh, one of those masks that like you wear around your neck and you put up. What if you wear one of those down? I never tried. Would that even make it better? I I don't know. Maybe. So how is your asthma with indoor? With indoor being insanely dry and oh. unable to breathe. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> last year was my first like ever indoor season. Okay. And I already had like it's like oh could this is track this is what I came here for. And I remember running my first meet at uh, Franklin Marshall University. Mm-hmm. And I believe it was a mile, and. I think it was like a 445 and like feeling like horrible. I'm like, <laughs> I don't understand how people can go really fast and indoor. Cause I was just like, dead. I was coughing for like yeah. two days. Mm-hmm. I, love I just indoor. felt just, I couldn't breathe. Like this is going to be rough. Yep. And my indoor season was like fluctuating. I did, um, eights and miles, a lot of four by eights, mm-hmm. a few four by fours, just like, you know, be more rounded. This like the lower, um, the mid distance range. Mm-hmm. 
and Coach actually wanted to try a three, wanted me to try a three K, but my asthma was acting up just so much in a mile that I don't think he wanted me to push into a three K. Dang. But yeah, indoor definitely sucks. <laughs> I didn't. I was not a huge fan. And I was excited for outdoor until well, COVID. COVID. So yeah, good old sucks. COVID. But I had I had a good time trial in the spring. So the good news is you don't have to look forward to indoor this year. Whoa, whoa, whoa! We don't spoil. Jump in the conclusions already. <laughs> Listen, I'll jump to conclusions all day about this. What do you don't think we're racing? I don't think we're racing for anyone. No, <laughs> yeah. I can sit here and tell you the fact that I still have to wear a mask looking at you, even though we're yeah. six feet apart. Which is, I'll follow the rules. Those are the rules. I respect yeah. the rules. Yeah. But the fact that I still have to do it, yeah, means there's no way they're gonna put me maskless next to you, like shoulder to shoulder, right, in a very small indoor race with like. 200 people cheering on us. Right. No chance. Not a shot. Those meets take already like eight hours a day to do anyways. They do. Yeah. Our winter is going to be very, feel very free. I feel like you're not going to have a lot to do. I don't know. I feel like it's going to feel like it does right now. I am hoping for spring. That's, I'm putting all my marbles mm-hmm. in it. I'm hoping I think for spring's spring. going to happen. I think it will. I think, I think they can do enough I think regulation. by then, yes. The election will have happened. Once the stupid election's over. Yep. (laughs) I think there will be a solution. We will be okay. But until then, we just got to keep on keeping on. Yep. Do you remember this thing was supposed to be over by May? Feels like a long time ago now. Yeah. (laughs) Over by May, and then it was over by end of summer. Yep. And then it was, oh, it could be next year. (laughs) Right. (laughs) It's just a new norm now. Okay. Sick. Um, All right, so I have a question. I have never asked this question before, and it might take you a minute to answer it. So if it does, that's fine. Jordan and I will talk, but I have a question. I think it's going to be a cool question. It's going to be like yours, but mine's going to be better. No, it's not. Um, Okay, so my question is, who is your hero and why? In terms of running. That's a good question. That's an easy one for me. You got it? Yeah. By all means, answer it. I'll actually have to say my my high school coach, uh, Mr. Schaefer. So my he's, – he's a very, like, stern man, doesn't, like, show a lot of emotions, teaches higher-level mathematics. I had him for AP stats in high school, and he's just a very, like, you know, not emotional kind of guy. And I remember – you know how cross-country guys are. We're all a bunch of crazy maniacs and really <laughs> weird. But I was also – I was that quirky music kid that – you know, respected and it was just really different than everyone else. Kind of like the lone wolf. <laughs> and so I spent a lot of my time like in his room, doing my homework, studying. And I really kind of got closer to, with him over time. And during track, he saw a lot of like potential in me. Him and also my coach, Mr. Boyer, who also is a big mm-hmm. part of my running career, my life in general. But, um, you know, over time, just like I really, really bonded with him and I saw like a different side with like a student teacher relationship that you don't really get very often. Yeah. Like he was basically like another dad for me, but not like it was, it was just a really good like chemistry that we had. Yeah. Yeah. And as much as you like to joke, make fun of me, but we always got, got along and he helped me a lot through asthma and then stuff that happened my senior year that just went really bad in my school. Right. And he was one of the only people that supported me and still kept me like, okay, you still have track. You can still, this and that and saying i'll always be here if you need me and i've seen that aside like kind of this like stern man who teaches mathematics for a living kind of like helped me motivate to like do better right as much as they call me slow poke or dunhead or some weirdo it's just all that kind of fun stuff but 
that just motivated me. Yeah. And he just kept, as much as he liked to insult me and say funny things, he just kept saying, okay, it's a little strange, but I would break 10 to 2 mile today. And I'd be like, yo, that's a little intimidating. He's like, if you don't do it, I'm going to fail you in AP stats. I'm like, oh, <laughs> there we go. It's even but just seeing like that kind of like teacher-student relationship and like yeah. that emotional side that he had. And like, it's great. And I still talk with him and have contact with him all the time. I helped uh, our high school team practice over the summer when mm-hmm. we had some practices, mm-hmm. even though I wasn't allowed to, but I didn't, he didn't care. Well, that's good. Because my superintendent is a bad word, which I'm not going to use in the public. So, yeah. <laughs> Okay, that's good. That's good. Um, well, geez, I didn't expect him to answer that quickly. Surprise! You had that on deck. He, yeah, he did. He was like, "I know exactly who that is." Immediately, boom. Jordan, who's your hero? If you had to pick a oh hero. man, my hero is actually younger. Because though, as he was saying, I was like, "Your hero is Gage Crawl." I'm just taking it your is thunder. Gage Crawl. My, <laughs> my hero is Gage Crawl. I, I feel like I've asked you this before. I don't know, or maybe we've hinted at it. I talk about Gage a lot. You do. I'm you just do. really proud. And of him. I saw your post on Instagram a couple of days ago. Was it or your story? It was a, yeah, your story? it was a memory from like a, that was actually the race because he slid up on it. And I was like, you do realize this was like your turning point because he went from running like 19s, high 18s maybe. Mm-hmm. And that race, boom, like mid 17s. Just and out he, of nowhere. He was like four people behind me. Damn. And then that just progressed into state medalists two years wow. in a row. Yeah. What a beast. Yeah. So seeing seeing his transformation just inspired Dude, me. Tell him to not go to what is it? Um He's at Lock Haven. I know. Tell him to not go to Lock Haven. Come to L V C. Why we race him once a year. Yeah, I know. So tell him to not go to Lock Haven. <laughs> come to L V C. We'll we'll take care of him. He actually I believe he raced in eight K either last weekend or this weekend. I have to ask him how he did. Yeah. Ask him how he did. I believe he was shooting for a pretty good time. If he's not fat or if he's faster than me, then don't tell me. I don't want to know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, no, but he does listen to this, so I will say shout yeah. out to Gage Crawl. He's pretty much a beast. He is an absolute tank. Goaded on the sticks. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he I mean, also has uh, asthma, I believe. Come to LBC. Pretty sure. Mm. He used an inhaler in high school. I remember. Come to LBC. <laughs> Transfer to LBC. Um. So, anyways, you got any more questions? I do not. I have my uh. My elemental <laughs> race conditions one. Your one question, then you're just you tapped out. Yeah, that's all you got. That's a loaded question, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite question in the defensive. world. That's a loaded question. <laughs> um, all right. So Vince, where do you see yourself in the future? You said you want to be a teacher, right? Right. Do you see yourself being a coach in high school? I 100% see myself as a coach. My coaches Ooh. in high school really are inspiring me to do so. Because just my mm-hmm. work with working with our middle school team and also the high school team the last couple of summers, mm-hmm. they're like, you have like the, not to brag, the personality and like the motivation to actually do it. Right. And they're looking for good, you know, teachers and coaches these days, especially, right. in like, especially in the science field, because mm-hmm. sadly not a lot of young, young students like me are very, um, dedicated to like wanting to be a teacher right i was gonna say so a lot I, of people want to go where the money's at right but for me like growing up like money wasn't a priority in my family so i never yep. like you can just live happy without it in my opinion mm-hmm. so i think that mentality is like i just mm-hmm. want to do what makes me happy and how my high school career which which was amazing and i want to inspire kids how i was inspired. that's awesome that's super special that's exactly where I'm at, minus the whole teacher part, but <laughs> that's exactly where I'm at. I feel like high school coaches who 
ran in college and went through that coaching experience mm -hmm. are just on another level yeah. than the high school coaches that didn't participate in college. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Like, I feel like they just take their teams because they know how to, like, train them properly, and they just take their team right. to the next level. Right, yeah, yeah. They know the they know the next level of training yeah. and can apply it in a healthy way because there is, like, overtraining a high school athlete is super easy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, like finding the sweet spot where it's not under training, mm -hmm. but it's like you can hit the yeah. next level. Because a lot of them are either one or the other. Yeah. yeah. I can tell you, right now, I loved my high school coach, but I was definitely undertrained. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, like, especially. I, got, yeah, I yeah. got my training from racing. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Which is not super beneficial. Yeah. I mean, it's beneficial for like learning how to race because we, right. we would have two races a week. And you so, are amazing, right? Like your racing is just amazing. Like your pacing and how you like, work through races is just amazing thank you and, th and that's why because we wouldn't really have time for workouts because we would have monday was a pre-meet day that's shy that's just recovery tuesday a race wednesday post-meet day also kind of recovery thursday was like a mild workout mm -hmm. and then friday it was either no practice or no very, practice. Very, yeah we would because wow. we wouldn't run sunday we would normally take like two days off. So Friday was either no practice or like a three mile jog. And when I say jog, like jog, I mean jog. <laughs> I, I didn't wear a watch until senior year, the end of senior year, like spring. So I don't know the exact pace, but I can tell you right now, it is not below 9:30. It was very slow. Jeez. Yeah. And then Saturday we'd have another meet. Sunday have off. So we really only had meets were our workouts, pretty much. Wow. Hey, yo, Ethan, you uh, you keeping up on this uh, Philly game? <laughs> Rip, already 7-0. I just wanted to throw that in there. I didn't know, oh, it is? Wow. I didn't know it was that time of day. One seventeen already. I just wanted to show or throw it out there because um, Baltimore's up 7-0 already. And it's, you know, only seven or eight minutes left in the first quarter. Okay, as long as playing I... Baltimore right now. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to throw it in there because, you know, Baltimore's, Baltimore's my team, so I just wanted... Wanna rub Ethan's face in it a little bit? Ugh. Nah, it's all love. You want to talk knows. about a scary injury? Scary injury. Yeah, the Cowboys quarterback. Oh my gosh, Prescott. Dak Prescott. Yeah. That was terrifying. That was really terrifying. Yeah. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah. Who has Prescott in our fantasy league? Oh, I don't know. The Josh. It might have been. I don't draft any. I mean, he was Cowboys. He was throwing high yardage every game. He yeah, was doing he well. Was really well. He was on. An upswing compared to the last year, Ethan. Would you agree with that? He was Dak Prescott was improving greatly compared to last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was really good. Did you see the video of the injury? I did not. I do not want to watch it. I've heard. Sure. I've heard it was it's kind of an experience. All right. Hold now, on. now he's gonna watch it right Roll now. Roll the clip. He was running. It was like a fair tackle and everything like that. He was running. And yeah, then, that's why I saw the guy post on Twitter like it was just a routine tackle, and yeah. he was like, "I'm like, sorry, stuff like, like that I didn't just mean happens. to it, but right." Yeah, which is and good. He, like I, I respect that. Yeah, he landed on his ankle, and it was like out like that. Yep. And obviously, you can't go further than that. Well, it went further yep. than that. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of the Cowboys, so I'm not going to really be upset. But that just sucks. Yeah, they're actually my team. I'm going to post that publicly. I know Ethan's the Eagles fan. He's hating me right now. <laughs> I, I don't really have a strong attachment, attachment with football. Like, when I, I don't even watch their games. When they don't lose by 
more than 10, I don't even get upset. <laughs> like, <laughs> when they lose by, like, a field goal touchdown, I'm like, okay, that was a pretty good game, I guess. But when it's, like, losing by two touchdowns, it's like, all right, what are we guys doing? You guys just are terrible. Oh, 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 my, oh, 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 my gosh. Oh, my God. That reaction. Oh. The foot's just, it doesn't go that way, dog. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did you see him hit it off the ground? <laughs> yeah, he just goes, bop, bop. Oh. The backup quarterback must be absolutely shitting his pants. Like, you've got to be kidding 100%. Oh, I'm watching in slow motion. Oh. Yeah, slow motion's even oh, worse. Oh, the, the, the defender's shin just, just pops that thing yeah. right out. Yep. Did he, he broke his ankle, right? That's what it was? It was um, a broken ankle? Ethan, do you know what it was? Can you do charades? Oh, you don't know what it was. I don't know if it's broken or dislocated, but it's not attached properly right now. Oh, I mean, right gosh. Now, but at that point oh, in time, Oh, that was, was bad. Yeah. That slow motion, his shin just came in and just popped it I, out. I think of that happening to me every time I run when it's raining and there's leaves on the ground. I will cry. Especially, like, down a hill. Like... Because leaves are slippery, so if you step, right. I just fear that my knee is gonna cave in on me. Dude, that's what when you saw me on on Friday and I like messed up my knee, yeah. it just terrified yeah, me. I you, don't mess yeah. with my knees. Oh, yeah. that scared me. That's why I was like, I'm calling it. It's what, five. What exactly was that? You thought you so, thought you were yeah. gonna slip, the so part, you prepared for it. I thought it was gonna be mud, so I thought like mud. You know, you step on and there's ground underneath mud, mm-hmm. so it's the slick surface and mud slides. Mm-hmm. So I was prepared to step in mud and have, I was turning left. Like it was kind of like a, a wide turn. So I was prepared to go like that direction. If you're looking at me, right. I was prepared to go out away from the turn. Yeah. So I put my foot down and I was prepared to go that way and I didn't want to slip and fall. So what I do is I turn my leg so that I can, like when I slip, I like I slide and then I go yeah, straight. You know what I mean? Like I make a triangle. Right. Right. I'm drifting essentially. Yeah. Um, so I put my leg down and it was kind of a little angled, not super bad. Like it wasn't anything. I don't like 90 degree mm-hmm. whip that hoe. Um, like I just kind of set my leg down and my knee um, usually comes inward a little bit just to prepare for my body to go like it. So like my body's going to go the way that I'm slipping. Right. Mm-hmm. So I bring my knee inward and then it kind of goes outward as my body moves right. so that my knee is still constantly underneath my body. Right. So that's just. How I do it. That's how I've always done it. I'm knock on wood and not to brag or to my own horn, but I'm very good at avoiding slips. Like I can maintain my center of balance very well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I don't even think about it. I just see that and I know that that's normally muddy. I'm like, okay. So my knee was in a little bit and I stepped on it and it was water. It wasn't mud when normally it's been mud. It was just water. You don't slip on water. You just go into it. Mm -hmm. So I just step in and I go into the ground and I'm expecting to slip, but there's friction that your shoe creates with the ground and that's how you run. And so my foot doesn't slip and my knees in and then all of a sudden it like shoots out Mm -hmm. and I like tumble forward um, because I didn't slip. And so my knee went like in, out, in, and I was just like boing. And I was like, okay, that. So it's just like... (laughs) My brain didn't know how to process what had just happened. Mm-hmm. And then it didn't hurt when I was just going like linearly, if that makes sense. Right. Mm-hmm. But anytime I had to use it to balance, 
like to stabilize myself, mm-hmm. that's when it hurts. So it's like, gotcha. okay, probably just did a little, a little hyper extension thingy here. Mm-hmm. So I just put some ice on it, just kept moving it, tried to rotate it, and I was good by the next Seems day. Seems fine but, now. Yeah, it's totally fine. The yeah. next day, I did the workout, yeah. just completely fine. But running on the grass where, oh, I'm so sorry, I just hit the crap out of my microphone. Um, Running on the grass <laughs> where... Fourth episode special is going to be where you are not allowed to hit your mic. We're going to tape your arms behind your chair. I, I just, I <laughs> use my hands so much. I always, I talk with my hands, yeah, dude, yeah. even though no one can see me. <laughs> um, but yeah, just being on the grass, I was just using it so much. I was like, all right. I'm not going to risk it. Hitting mileage this week is not worth <laughs> the rest of right, my season. Right. So I was like, we're just going to sit down and roll out and I'll figure it out from here. We'll be right. all right. But yeah, dude, that scared me. I, again, also knock on wood, have never really been injured before. Mm-hmm. Um, like the worst injury I've ever had, I don't know, was the wor- the injury that made me upset the most was my little fat pad on my foot because that messed up my max race of freshman year. Your fat pad. Yeah, so like the fat pad. You just say it messed up your race where you won rookie of the year? No, no, no. This is outdoor max. Okay. Um, But like the heel, you have a fat pad on it, you know, between like it's not just the bone and skin. Right. But it's not muscle. There's really no muscle down there. Right. So it's a fat pad. Okay. And doing steeple so much, I landed on it weird in Mm. spikes, you know, and... I just kind of messed it up. Right. So it was like, essentially like I bruised the fat yeah. there. And so it was kind of a little hurty. So every time I would go to do steeple, it hurt. And so I was coming up on max and I was like, Hey, this like really kind of hurts. So I went and saw the trainer and I got it fixed, but I couldn't run for a couple of days. And so it messed up my, my races at max, not drastically, but enough to where I was annoyed by it. Right. And it was also in your head about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, but I did, I like pulled my butt once in high school. I went to go do a 200. It was my gluteus medius. I went to go do a 200. And was that um, your baby butt? Dude, I don't know. It was so <laughs> annoying because like it was like on a 200 and it was like the last rep. So I was like, all right, last one, fast one. Oh, um, so I start and you know, you just drive your leg naturally. Mm-hmm. Well, I drove my leg really fast. And then I, as soon as I put it into the ground, I was just like, oh, that hurts. And now, I don't know if you can feel it, but you could feel for a period of time the muscle. So, like, normally it's, like, back here in my butt, right? Mm -hmm. And you sometimes can feel it. It basically, I pulled it, so it stretched out and folded over my hip bone. And so I had to, like... I had to do a whole bunch of exercises. This too. sounds a lot worse than what you're putting it off as. It's not. It wasn't bad. It hurt. <laughs> that just it, sounds dude, bad. It hurt every. I finished the 200. I was like walking at the end because it hurt so bad. Um, but it was It was pain free within a week. Oh. Okay. Um, yeah, you can still feel it. It's right here. But basically, Jeez. what happened was there's no way to like get it back over the bone. Mm-hmm. Um. I'll come over there and you can feel it in a minute. Um, His legs are uneven. But um, so I had to strengthen my glute and I can't do one without the other. So I had to basically strengthen my hips and my glutes so much to the point where um, it was like it got there naturally. So like like it got so it hyperextended, right? Or I pulled it Mm -hmm. and it folded over. Um, This might make no sense to like 
PT or AT managers, they might just be like, what the hell yeah, are you saying? Like, yeah, that, that I apologize. <laughs> I'm giving you the rundown of what my high school trainer like dumbed it down for me at. <laughs> and then I'm also dumbing it down. So this is basically what I think happened was it, it stretched, folded over, and I had to strengthen it like if it got there naturally. Mm-hmm. So I did just dummy strengthen it so mm-hmm. that my hip was like, oh, okay, it can be there if you're like dummy strong down there. So I just had to get dummy strong down there. Okay. So I'll come over and you can feel it. So just talk for a second. Oh, okay. Vinny, have you been injured before? Uh, yes. To the extent of pulling your butt over your hip? Well, I... <laughs> Nothing. Oh, this is awkward. Right. If this is going to feel really weird. Yep. Oh! Whoa, 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 whoa. This guy wasn't joking. What is that? That's my muscle. Uh-huh. It, that doesn't hurt anymore? No. So what I did was... Yep. With like... Yeah. And I had to do this. I don't even know how to describe. Uh, I, I'll pass. Are you sure? I'm sure. You're positive? I don't even know how to describe Isn't that crazy? what that felt like. It feels like a muscle. It yeah, I feel it, my muscle fiber. Like if you could imagine what a muscle feels like, where it like bounces off of a bone, that's Ethan, exactly you feel? what it felt like. No, you guys, <laughs> you two are missing out. That uh, was... If my girlfriend <laughs> found out about this, she would be asking questions. <laughs> it's my hip bone. It's not yeah, my butt. Yeah, I did not touch his butt. It's my hip bone. It's, you put your hand all on my bone. Ugh. Yes, it was, it was like, like a guitar one, but... string going. Pew, pew. <laughs> that was your muscle. That was crazy. So. So yeah, but like that one's completely fine. That one I just I'll always have that. You're not healthy. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? It was weird. When I first felt it, because I was like, she was like put her hand on my bone and moved this one and then moved this one. And she was like, Oh, that's not good. And I was like, Oh, oh. well. And then I got strong and I was like, I don't feel anything, but that's still there. And she's like, Yep, that'll be there. Unless you get surgery and they like fold it back, that'll be there forever. I was like, Jeez. Well, that's useless surgery if it doesn't hurt. So Yeah, exactly. So here I am. That's insane. I've got a muscle going over my, my head. <laughs> oh. Isn't that crazy? It is. Vinny, you said you had an injury? I've actually had two. Two? Were yeah, they my, big? Um, My freshman year, um, no, it was my sophomore year of cross country, you know, when I was in my prime, running 23 flat 5Ks. <laughs> uh, half of the season, I fractured my foot, and I was the first Ooh. person in my high school history to have a boot on my foot. So wow. I got to wear a boot for- Your high school must have been pretty healthy. Oh, yeah. We were great. And to and then Lily, um, I mean it wasn't a small high school, like one twenty, one thirty per graduating class. Okay. But um, you know it wasn't really, it was rare. Yeah. And as soon as I got my injury, everyone else started getting boots on. So I'm like, well, I started a trend. And actually, my second one was this summer, and I had warts on my feet, and Ooh. I was out for like six, seven weeks over the summer. Ooh. Because um, I worked at a um a greenhouse this summer, okay. so I would run in the morning, go straight to work, and then do. Uh, shake out or run again in the evening. Okay. I'd be wearing the same socks. Right. The whole time. Right. So early in the summer, doing all that stuff probably infected how I got warts in my feet. Mm-hmm. So yeah, until this day, I still have nerve damage in my foot. So some days, really? are like, yeah, it gets it's really weird. It's actually kind of cool. 
because <laughs> no one else could like can understand it unless they had like, words. Do you just not have feelings sometimes? It's like a few toes, like numbness. It just gets numb. So you would be able to walk across like really hot coals, like one of those like, uh, master people. If it was just on my, the pressure is just on my toes, probably, maybe, maybe not. I haven't I tried know that it. Could give you nerve damage. <laughs> kind of yeah. scary. Yeah, it's like it's the type of virus. It just kind of like infected the nerves in my foot. Jeez. But yeah, pretty dope. And you said that took seven weeks to yep. go? Yeah, cut my foot open and Blew. yeah, it wasn't fun. Ooh. And Blew. my doctor was like, so it can either just take this out from you now or we just like an anesthetic, which is this huge ass needle. And I was like, I really don't like the needle. I'd rather just feel the pain if you cut my foot open. Because <laughs> I am not a needle person. Yeah, bold. that was a bad idea. Take the needle. Where did they put the needle? Where Did they tell you where they, they were going to put it? They were going to put it like, in my foot somewhere. So my whole oh, foot Oh, I would have just numb. said, you need to just put a, put a thing I up can, and just dude, stick a needle I cannot in there. do needles. So I can I, never be a doctor. I hate needles. I don't mind them, actually. Like getting flu shots and stuff. It's I don't care. Now Giving I blood. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> but do you know what a quarter zone shot is? Yep. Uh, those ew. those are Dude, my mom used to have to get them until she got a double knee replacement. Oh, those are spooky. Spooky, Miss Spooky season. Are you coming to the corn maze tonight? I'm not actually. <laughs> wait, wait to throw me under the bus. I I said that at brunch, and you definitely heard it. Uh, I definitely did. Yep, yeah. that's right. All right, well, <laughs> Ethan just sent me the time, so we're gonna have to wrap it up. But I just want to say thank you to Vince for coming out. We thank appreciate you for having you, me. This is great. This was, this was fun. Hopefully you enjoyed. Um, next week, hopefully we'll get somebody on here. We might take a week off. We might not. I don't really know where we're at. We kind of figure it out as we go. So, mm-hmm. so it'll be a surprise. But next week is twenty. It is. That's crazy. That's yep. as old as I am. <laughs> and me. Wait. Not yet. You still have a couple more hours. I do. Oh. How old are you? Are you twenty? No, I'm nineteen for a while. Oh. We got to get a twenty-year-old on here. Then we'll have 2020. Ethan, you're 21. Old ass. He's 21? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, he's 21. It's Dang. ridiculous. Um, all right. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, we appreciate it. Hopefully you enjoyed this episode, and hopefully you're enjoying the series of of our teammates, getting to know everybody on our team. Uh, so we'll get some fun people out here. Not that Vince isn't fun, but we'll continue uh-huh. the trend of getting fun people out here is how right. I wanted to word that. Um and yeah we'll keep it rolling so thank you for listening we appreciate it uh until next week stay safe stay healthy stay happy and keep on running there goodbye goodbye